Welcome to the Young and In Debt podcast, a weekly show devoted to teaching young women financial habits, tools, and methods to defeat debt, conquer saving and spending, and enjoy paying for items and experiences they love. On today's podcast, we're talking about, should I invest while I'm still in debt? Short answer is yes, but it's different than what you might think. So who I imagine this episode is for, is for a person who's still in massive amounts of student loan debt, maybe a little bit of credit card debt, but keeps hearing about terms like investing. They see constant ads from Robinhood and Acorns. They're seeing how they can save and make things happen with investing. And they're just confused. And they're thinking, well, can I invest while I'm in debt? Should I invest while I'm in debt? And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm really glad to talk about this. Investing is something that I've become really passionate about because it's just such a great way to see time work in your advantage and to help you save for long-term goals like retiring and living a good life when you're in your 60s or saving for a house, big trips, a car, other major purchases. There's so much to it. So what comes to mind when you think investing? In the past for me, it was scary. (laughs) Uh, What does it mean? I think of people yelling on the stock market floor, lots of guys, no idea what's going on. Um, But I know I should do it, I believe, but I don't know how. Investing can feel overwhelming when you don't know where to start. And it's neat to see that nowadays there's so much coming out about how simple it is to invest. You can see this from simple TikToks to blog posts, and there's just so much more out there than there was almost 10 years ago when I was trying to learn about investing. So to get back to the question, when you ask others about, should I invest while I'm in debt? I was always met with one of two answers. One was absolutely not. You're in debt. You need to put all your money towards paying off student loan debt, paying off your credit card debt no if for ands, that's it. And number two, it would be that kind of wishy-washy, well, but your student loan debt is around 6% interest rate, but with investing, you could get around 8%, yada, yada. And I just look at them kind of blank, like, what do you mean? What do you, okay, what do, you, what do I do next? Uh, doesn't really answer my question. So yeah, you'd get one, two answers, no or fluff. So in reality, now that I've been on the other side, I can see what it was like paying student loan debt, not knowing about investing, and now being an investor, what I would recommend, which is absolutely learn how to invest while you're paying off your debt. So I think you should put a specific number down when you're learning to invest and you're paying off your debt. I'm going to state the exact number should be $25 a month towards investing. And why I'll get into that is because I do still think it's important to be putting as much resources as you can into paying off credit card debt, student loan debt. But I also think it's just as beneficial to be learning about investing and putting down a small amount of money to help you reach your long-term goals and to have time on your side. Why I think it's important to invest while still in debt is because it teaches you to start small. When you're putting $25 away towards an investment goal, you're seeing how it works. You're getting familiar with investing. It's nowhere near as intimidating as 
going to an investment manager, not really having the money, but you want to know how to invest and they don't take you because you only can put $25 down. Instead, there's lots of platforms that will gladly show you just how much returns and money you can make putting down $25 a month. Investing, it can feel really overwhelming when you're thinking about all these funds and different options and just from the beginning, what website do I go to, to sign up? Where do I find this magical retirement fund where I'll have a million dollars? And a lot of it is lack of education. You know, it's not taught in schools. It's not um, familiar topics around the household. But when you find out how simple it is, you'll be pretty blown away of why didn't I know about this sooner? And that's why I'm so glad to share about these different resources where you can start investing in as little as five minutes and you can be making long-term efforts for yourself. So how do you do it? How do you start investing? Well, first tell you where you won't go. You won't go to sites like Robinhood or Acorns. These are focused on short-term investments. And when I say investment, what I've been talking about is long-term investment goals. Sites where you submit a specific amount of money that they're putting into a fund that has shown over a amount of years how it's always had a return. You're putting it into investments like technology, healthcare, food industry, where you're putting a large set of money into so many sectors where it has a guaranteed return over time. So one site that I can't recommend enough is Elevest. And before, when I was starting to learn about investing, I tried to learn for so long for so many people, how do I invest? How do I make a retirement account where I'll have over a million dollars when I'm in my 60s? And no one could answer. You know, I, I just wanted to simply know, where do I go to make that happen? What website? Just give me something. And it shocked me the amount of people I met with that couldn't tell me, didn't know how, or they did, they just made it extremely complicated. I remember I met with an investment manager and he pulled up this on his computer, a big sheet of all these different stats and numbers. And I was just like, okay, I, I guess I blindly will give my money to a person and supposedly I'm going to get a big payout, but that didn't feel right. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So then I met with other people and just asking, is there a resource out there where I can sign up and do this on my own? And they didn't know. I was just trying so long to learn how to do this. And finally, I went to the third investment manager, and I was asking him more about how it's done. And he right then and there, he pulled up his own account. He's like, here's what you do. You go to a brokerage account, and you put in money into that fund. And then, boom, right then and there, you can see how your money is growing, how it's being divided, and what portfolios it's going into. And you can do that. And I said, okay, that, that gives me ideas. And they call it a brokerage account. I put my money into a brokerage account. And over time, with investments and compounding interest, that will develop a long-term savings goal. I say, wow. And then finally, you know, good mojo. That week I learned on a YouTube video about a new platform called Elevest, where as in little as five minutes, you could be a part of their brokerage account and you could have a retirement investment account. I thought, wow. Went on the website. It was as easy as filling out a form almost instantaneously. You give them your basic information and instantaneously you are set up with a retirement account that you can submit monthly 
income into. Wow. So since learning about Elevest and now seeing how easy it is, you don't have to work with an investment manager. You don't have to work with Charles Schwab and Fidelity. You can go to sites like Elevest and sign up right then and there and become an investor. And it just makes me so happy because if I had known those 10 years of how easy it was, I feel like I've been set for life. But now I can see I still have time on my hands. You do too. And you can start an investment account right here and now. And there are some cons to investing. They say you don't want to put in more than you're willing to lose. So if you have an extra $5,000 on you right now and you want to put into investment because you see that you'll get an 8% return on that, if you're not able to submit $5,000, if you're not able to lose that, you can't submit it. But if you are able to submit $25 a month and see what happens with that over time, and just continually putting down that $25 and letting the investment account take its course. I think you're going to be really surprised when you see how much money is being made on that account that you didn't have to put in that's just working for itself. So my questions are to ask, you know, do you have an extra $25 a month that you could put towards investing? Where when you look at your money plan and you see I have a line item for putting as much money as I can towards my student loan debt, still have money left over to do the things I enjoy, maybe not as much as usual, but still there's some money left over towards that. Just to reinforce, LFS.com is a wonderful site. It shows you just how simple it is not only to make a retirement account, but to make other investment accounts where you can envision using those accounts to save for a long-term goal, like buying a house one day, saving for a major car purchase, anything that comes to mind where maybe you're not even sure, but but you know time is on your hands if you put it towards an investment account versus just a basic savings. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I will be sharing resources in the show notes about the basics of investing, where you can learn more about brokerage accounts, the different options out there from LFS to Betterment, Wealthfront. Have a wonderful day. Look forward to what's to come and take care, y'all. Bye.